spell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble Welcome to the bonfire Exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Uh, it's a beautiful rainy day here in Seattle. It so is. Yeah. We are recording on March 23rd. 3rd? March 23rd. All day, unfortunately. Yeah. It's been the 23rd. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a real week, huh? Yeah. But yeah. we're here. We we're are here. here. And I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. I want to get one kind of thing out of the way if you listen to gosh two weeks two ago, episodes yeah two episodes ago one of my sparks was amanda palmer i know her as an activist and from her ted talk about the uh the art of asking i found her gosh what was it i don't know a long time ago and i listened to her music because i loved t- t- her ted talk and I hated it, so I never listened to it again. <laughs> so she pops up every once in a while on Patreon. I am not part of her Patreon, but I follow her Patreon, if that makes sense. If you know Patreon, you know what I'm talking about. You don't have to commit. So I see only her public post, and they're almost always activist-related. And the last one was Ukraine. So having said that, <laughs> there is some drama going on about her. And I don't want to get into it, and I don't want to encourage you all to get into it. I want to say that I don't know how to say, I I want to be supportive of the people who are being affected without creating more drama. Sure. Our voices aren't the ones that need to be heard right now on this particular issue. Yes, and there are a lot of, if nobody was speaking about it, I would totally add my voice to the chorus. Yeah. But uh, as it is, there's a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of discourse happening mm-hmm. that may not be benefited by our voices. Yeah. And I just want to say I don't support that. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> and and I've said this to Detta, but I don't really have a dog in this fight. I don't really um, have any feelings one way or the other about this person. But, you know, it's just also a really good reminder for us to, like, dive a little deeper yeah. into our sparks. Yeah. I was beating I've, myself up for I've that. I've done that once or twice. So, And I almost, like... Next week, not today, everybody. Sorry, you're going to have to wait. There's a crystal shop I found that's very ethical, and I can't wait to share it with you. Not this week, next week. So come back okay. and listen. Uh, and I, But I did a deep dive on them to mm-hmm. make sure they are ethically sourced. And Is it not the just local saying. one? Because I want to... Dang it. Is there a local one? There's a one? local shop I need to dive into Ooh, and look around at um, and see if it's uh, legit. Maybe next week we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do crystal shout outs yes. for where you can get your ethically sourced crystals so anyway that's that's what we wanted to say about that and i support the people who are speaking out yeah that's all i want to say that's all there you go and and i also still support ukraine yes thank you astro yoga by kate for letting us know that on instagram we really appreciate you for telling us that it's not the The Ukraine. ukraine no it's just ukraine it's ukraine yeah. Because the Ukraine is what Russia referred to them as, and Ukraine is what they call themselves. So 
those sparks still good, still legit. I did do a deep dive on that. <laughs> so because I wanted to make sure you weren't sending your money to, to a scam or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, for real. Exactly. So uh, that's all still good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Any other fun stuff you want to talk about? Oh my gosh, yes. Do you want to talk about some witchy stuff? Because I, I hear we're a witch podcast. I mean, that's what the word on the street <laughs> that's, is. That's what I'm hearing and I read in our reviews and stuff yeah. like that is that we talk about witch stuff. Today, our episode is on tea leaf divination, a.k.a. Tassiomancy. Nailed it. Yay! I practiced for a long time. Or... Tassiography. Tassi- yes. And... Because of this, scribes, you, by the time you hear this, you will already have this on Patreon. All these links I found about this next thing. Don't ask me how I got there, but I got there. Okay. (laughs) I'm excited. Actually, do ask me how I got there, because I will tell you how I got there. There is an anonymous Highland seer that in the 1800s wrote a book on tea divination and you can find it for free on gutenberg we love for free yes and you can buy it by other people who have taken it and added stuff to it so they can sell it on amazon and stuff like that i'm sure they're wonderful artists and have added their own thing and it is from the perspective of the scotland highlands i discovered that and i know some of you out there are going dada you are really showing your ignorant flag maybe you should tuck that in (laughs) But I didn't know that there was such a thing as famous Highland seers. Now, so far, all I found are men. And I really want to find some women. There is a wealth of information out there about prophecies from these Highland seers. And and most of them are named. The one who did the tea is anonymous. I didn't know anything about these. Yeah, I didn't either. I feel like I should... But I don't. I know. I feel like I should have, too. <laughs> like, how did I miss that? Because I was so focused on Irish, maybe? I I'll don't. have to ask my friend Craig if he yeah. knows anything. My daughter is obsessed with Scotland. So I've learned a lot about Scotland culture through her recently over the last couple of years. I love that. One of my favorite cheesy romantic Christmas movies this year took place in Scotland. Uh, might it have been The Castle? castle with, for Christmas with Brooke Shields and Carrie Ellis? Yes, yes oh it was. Oh my gosh, it was so wonderfully cheesy. I loved it. It was v- so much cheese. And here's what I loved about it. This is such a tangent and I'm not even sorry. What I loved about it was that it played like a fan fiction. <gasps> Ooh. It played like a fan fiction with like the supportive cast of the townspeople being all in their business and the totally ridiculous premise and like it just it played like a fanfic and that made me so happy. I had never thought about it like that as a fanfic that formula, I guess, is what you would call it. That's really cool. Back to the anonymous Highland seer that wrote the Tassomancy book that you can find online. I look forward to reading this online free document. Yeah, it's like 40 pages and you will look at it and go, huh, I saw that. Wasn't that on a website I just researched? Nice. (laughs) And not given credit for? Shocking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get into it when we talk out of the bonfire and the library. Amazing. I have never done tea divination which is shocking because the amount of tea in this person's house is incredible it really is astronomical one might say it's it's hard to look at anymore and it's i'm drinking lot. as much as i can i'm gonna have to give some away and before, not it because you've already given me so much tea 
Yes. And I'm really excited because I have the type of tea that's good for tea divination. And I have the teacups that are good for tea divination, which again, we will talk about. But I've never done it. So I did research as well. So Corey and I both have research to share with you because this is new to us. And mm-hmm. we wanted to share it with you. Heck yes. All right. Want to go to the library? Let's go to the library. I have so many resources for this. Awesome. Like a lot of them. I have some too. <laughs> it's it's probably not as much as it seems like, but it seems like a lot. Uh, I have NPR, uh, medium.com, sipsby.com, projects.iq.harvard.edu, <laughs> tusa.com, teahow.com, and of course, our benevolent benefactor, Wikipedia. And I have a couple of those, but I also have Danielle in Jacob's Trading Ye Old Rock Shop on YouTube, The Forest Parlor on mm. YouTube. I also had the Harvard uh, Coffee Cup Readings Online. Mm. Of course, Learn Religions. And of course, it is Patty Wigginton. Wigginton, fun name. Spirit Walk Ministry, tperspective.com, welldivined.com, thetravelingwitch.com. So those are my resources. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I think it would be remiss if we also didn't shout out old time friend of the show. Uh, cross-culture Christian. Oh, yeah. Who does try. Uh, I didn't use him as a resource or anything. He did just write a book. Proud. Did he? Proud of him. Check it out. I just When I think of tea, I think of him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> did you find out anything that surprised you? Because I did. I did. I yeah. did. First of all, I think the word tassiography I actually mm-hmm. found surprising, if you might... Indulge me here. Please. It means a divination or fortune telling method that interprets patterns in tea leaves, which we know, Mm -hmm. coffee grounds, which I didn't know, or wine sediments. That's the one I didn't know. Which I didn't know. So tassa means cup and graph means writing and tassa meaning cup, mancy meaning divination. Mm -hmm. Some people also call it tassology or tassiology but i think that sounds more like the study of mm. the tea okay. leaves, which is a little bit it's nuanced but it's different uh so i'll be using the word tassiomancy because it's fun to say and when i can get it out of my mouth properly i'll use that or tea divination tea divination is good or just tea, reading tea leaves reading the tea leaves yeah but that was surprising to me i didn't realize that that word could apply to all three of those things I had never heard about wine sediment before. It makes sense if you think about it. So much of the wine now, I feel like, not that I drink a lot of wine because wine gives me migraines, but oh yeah, it's like very Look. clean. There's not a lot of sediment. Whereas and usually it's in red wine. It's in red wine, which I really can't drink because the tannins make my head go ouch. But I think that's super interesting that that is something that that came about. It's not, it shouldn't be shocking because there was such a long time when water wasn't safe. <laughs> Do you know? So it shouldn't Very be. Very good point. shouldn't be shocking, but it it was. It was weird to me and good. But yeah, that was the one thing that really surprised me. The other thing that really surprised me is that 
people divide their cup differently yes. depending on their culture. I, I couldn't really tell. And here's the other Custom. thing. Customs. Some of the customs are very specific to a certain culture, like the Turkish coffee that we're going to talk about out at the bonfire. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. However, I couldn't find, and I'm wondering if you did, did you find a definitive place where it said this is where Tassomancy, Tassomancy is also fine. Tassomancy started. Did you find? I didn't. Yeah. But I would love to share with you (laughs) what I did find. Okay. And I, yeah. And I wonder if it's the same stuff. And if not, I'll add to it. Go for it. So cultures have been using tea, coffee, and wine to divine the future since as long as there have been tea, coffee, and wine. Some believe reading tea leaves in particular, so the tea leaf part of Tassiomancy, began in China in about 2737 BC. And I'll hop in here. I found other sites that said absolutely not, it didn't start there. Exactly. Isn't that interesting? That, so that, I was like, what? The people that think it did say that it was shortly after tea was discovered by the emperor, Shen Nun. The practice also existed in Europe once tea became available in Europe in the early 1600s or so. Its prevalence was bolstered by the sort of movement of the Romani people into the area. But there isn't a lot of cold hard facts to say it started in China. Some people will die on that hill Mm -hmm. and other people will fight you forever about it. The other hill that I saw people dying on was, no, it is definitely Romani. Mm-hmm. It started there. And then other people were like, nope, it came from India. And that is where it started. So here's what I want to say about that. Mm-hmm. I think that we all have our personal magic and we do not talk about that enough and our own sovereignty. And of course, if we are tapping into the same sources, no matter where we are, our culture is going to tap into that magic and interpret it in our cultural way. Yeah. It's like how there's a different story, but a very similar story for the Pleiades. Right. All around the world. Yeah. Because yeah. you were looking at the same thing. Yeah. I did a deep, deep dive and I could find no actual hard facts. So I'm curious if mm-hmm. when I feel comfortable going to the library, if I'm going to be able to find anything. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I love or maybe the it's just not there because it's not written down. I miss the library. I know I miss the library too. Uh, anyway. I mean, we're in the library, of but course, I miss, everybody. Like, just not the, the public library. library. <laughs> and the Seattle Public Library is so oh, beautiful. I love, I love the tenth floor. I was sidebar. I went there a little while back because I was meeting a friend downtown, and I went in because I love the library. And I went to go up to my favorite spot, and the tenth floor is closed. <gasps> Forever or just, just for COVID? For now, I think. Okay. And it was devastating because my favorite place to go in that library is the 10th floor. Anyway. <laughs> but the uh, the movement of the Romani people into Europe mm-hmm. uh, helped really bolster the popularization yeah. of this uh, practice. One of the things that I really love that I found is that it is rumored to be passed down matrilineally, which I love. I love any practice that's passed down matrilineally, but it is because of the, I hate saying this sentence, the woman's place within the home. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yep, I do. And so like, it was a thing that you could pass down to your daughter. Mm-hmm. 
Which is awesome. Which is and great cool. and beautiful and wonderful. And if you choose that place in your home and that's what you want to do, as it, long as you're yeah. not put it's in the that. It's the expectation. Yeah. Anyway. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I'm a homebody. Yeah. Don't even twist it. I made dinner tonight and I was like, this is my happy place. <laughs> but it's past time matrilinearly, which I think is neat. Uh, but the oldest book on the subject of reading tea leaves specifically that I was able to find was a book called Reading Tea Leaves. Oh, I did have this written down by the Highland Seer in the <gasps> 18th century. You did. I did. Is See, it 18th century or 1800s? I put 18th century, but that doesn't mean I was right. I don't. I thought it was 1881, but I might be wrong. It'll say on Gutenberg. So. It'll say on Gutenberg. Yeah. Uh, I might have shorthanded 1881 to 18th That's century, awesome, which is incorrect. Corey, I'm glad you found that. But I, I did have it. I just forgot. It's the oldest yeah. book that we know about. About tea leaves. Mm -hmm. And I think that's neat. Otherwise, all I have is a list of the different symbols, some of the different symbols. Yes. Because there are so many. And I can't wait to talk about that. Is that a library discussion or a bonfire discussion? a bonfire discussion. Okay. One thing I will say about reading the actual tea leaves is that, like Dada said earlier, every sort of... There are different customs. Yeah. There are different customs of, of, of how... The placement of the leaves, the process of the leaf, like mm-hmm. getting the leaves from the bottom of the cup. And I didn't even know that it was like you tip the cup upside down and read what drops into the plate, the saucer. Some people do that. Some people read right out of the cup. Uh-huh. I didn't know there were so many ways to do it. And some people leave it in the cup and some have the four quadrants and uh, the... South is the past and the north is the future. And some people have it so that the the outside edge is the now yep. and the and the inside edge is the future. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. And that you go down in three steps of the coffee cup so that you go you start with the now, present or the past, present present, future. Mm-hmm. There were just a, and and those are the resources. Yeah. That I will start putting in show notes are our resources from here on out shall we head out to the bonfire to read some tea leaves let's do it okay okay so one of the youtubes i watched talked you through in 20 minutes how to read tea leaves the way that she reads them wow yeah crash course it is a resource that you will have and it is her name is Danielle, and she's with Jacob's Trading Yield Rock Shop in Canada. I know that rock shop probably means like crystals. It does. But I hear rock shop. Do you know what I mean? We're gonna rock. That kind of rock yes. shop. Yes. Yeah. She is First Nation. Canada yeah. First People. First Nation. First Nation. I, I think she was pretty obviously First Nation. So listening to her chat about it and talk about and she had said same thing, that it had been passed down to her from her grandmother and mother. And that was, yeah. I really liked it. It was good. I wanted to try to read my tea leaves before today, but I didn't. You know, since I've seen the Grimm and Harry Potter, then I think that's <laughs> probably all okay. Yeah. I have to say, the way Harry Potter deals with divination is so... There's a lot there to unpack. There's so much there to unpack because while they all almost all look their nose down at it, it ends up being valid a lot of the times. Yeah, there's a lot there. She puts a paper towel down. Mm-hmm. 
puts the and turns the cup over and then she takes the cup back up and she reads in the cup and I didn't see any that only read what's on the saucer so I would love to see that because I've heard of that before yeah I thought that was so fascinating Mm -hmm. I just figured you swirled the cup around a little bit let it settle and hope for the best I didn't realize you tipped it upside down at all but mostly you do but I, I, I didn't realize there was I, silly to think so. But I didn't realize there was so many ways to read tea leaves. So many ways. <sighs> so Danielle taught me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll talk to you first about what she taught me. Okay. She taught me that you get loose leaf tea, and opening a tea bag is probably not going to work because it's so fine it'll turn into a paste. Okay. So you need loose leaf tea, and you put it in your cup without a strainer and you go ahead and you know brew it Mm -hmm. and then drink it she also really likes things that have other stuff in it other than tea leaves and some people are purist and don't do that so like she had some apples and she says that as well and you leave a little water and you swirl it around and for her she puts the paper towel and turns it and then brings the cut back up but you saw I, I think we both saw it different ways how else did you see it done uh, the ones that I mentioned already are pretty much the ones that I saw okay. which is to tip the cup read the saucer mm-hmm. tip the cup read the saucer and the cup tip the cup just read the cup and you have there's like a certain amount of time you have to wait yeah. mm-hmm. some people do like swirling before they tip the cup over yep. But to me, that feels a lot like when you're reading tarot and like you shuffle the way you like to shuffle and you lay the way you like to lay. And some people like to mix all their cards up on the table, (laughs) which just makes me so anxious. Oh, I don't like it. I mean, if it works for you, I could never. I would just be so anxious the whole time. I could never. But I also don't do reversals. So it would be silly for me to do that. But I thought it was really fascinating. Like, it seems so obvious now that like, of course, there's all these different ways to do it. Yeah. But I just never thought of it before. Well, I think the forest parlor, I hope I'm attributing this to the right person. She takes the saucer and puts it on top of the cup and then turns the cup over. And she then turns it three times Mm. and then picks the cup back up and reads out of the cup. Okay. There are just so many different ways out there. I just absolutely loved reading about all of it. I think that's really beautiful, too, in the ritual of it. And I know that tea has a lot of ritual, which I know you know. I have down. Let's make sure we talk about ritual. <laughs> There's a huge amount of ritual in the reading of tea leaves. And I think that's really beautiful. And it's it's not that there isn't ritual in other like forms of divination, but it's so clear when you're doing task Matthew. Like there's it's it's you see every step, which I love, which is how I make my coffee. I, love I make that my too. tea when I make coffee and tea for myself. The reason that I'm including the traveling witch in my resources is because this is, well, because we've never talked about this. And I charge the water when I make tea in the morning. It's part of my morning ritual. And just boil it. Yeah. (laughs) And I do that. And I also charge or bless the tea. It's just ritual for me, even when I'm going fast. And puer, doing puer is a whole different ritual. But the traveling witch 
she talks about charging her water before she reads tea leaves, ideas for charging your tea leaves. She talks about calling in the quarters with the tea. And she has, do you mind if I share this? Please. Earth is tea leaves. Water is the water that is poured over the leaves. Fire is the heat from the water and air is the steam from the hot water. I love that. Yeah. And then she goes on about how to begin your reading, interpreting the leaves, position of the leaves in the cup, which is, again, I think almost everybody said, though, the handle goes towards the south. And that is representative of, I didn't put it in my notes, it's representative of something. It's important. It is important. And I I can't remember it. But hey, hey, listeners, do you read tea leaves? I want to know. Do you want to reach out to us and talk to us about it? Because we'd love that. I would love that. I would love that. You know, that's how we got Divine Hand Jim on yes, here. Yes, it is. It is. So. <laughs> it's because we are not pretending to know anything yeah, about this. We would love that. I'd love that. And just FYI, I was asked if we're going to have guests again because we haven't had any for a while. And yes, yes. we are. Mortellus is going to come on and talk about their new book. I think Anne is going to come on and talk about her fiction book, which would be great. We still want to get Jillian from Jillian Healing's Art. Oh, shoot. I'm missing somebody that we already have on the schedule. Or I shouldn't say on the schedule, but in the list to get on the schedule. So we have uh, at least four coming up. And uh, Ruthie O'Connell, if you're listening. uh, (laughs) Always. You're always welcome on here. Also, congratulations for getting together with Rob Benedict. You guys are so cute. (gasps) They're together? You're so cute on Instagram. I can't even handle it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love both of them. She's the star I'm shooting for. Anyway. Mm. What did you learn about symbols? Talk to me. So I learned that there's a butt ton of them. There's so many. And depending on your custom and your culture and where you learned it from, they're different. Thank you. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wrote some down. Here's okay. ones I wrote down. There's just some of them. There were so many, uh, which was uh, there was an angel, which is, means good good news, a circle, which means a wedding or love, a moon, like a crescent moon, which means changes, which makes sense. Yeah. A cross or plus sign, which means an addition of some kind. Bird, which means travel which I love. Some waves, which can mean unity. I My handwriting is garbage. A star for good luck, a spiral for creativity, and a triangle for good fortune. Those are just some of the dozens of symbols I there found. There were so many. Th- so many. So many out and there. And like, if a thing is sacred to your culture that's not sacred to other cultures and it's in your tea leaves, it's going to mean something completely different. There was one that was the snake, and the snake means danger or somebody's lying about you, and, and or the S, and if it has something that looks like a serpent next to it, that means that somebody with an S is talking badly about you. And snakes, for me, are goddesses and gods and I love them and they always mean good things for me so I was like oh we need to have the culture talk it depends on your culture depends on what your customs are and what what symbols mean to you like to me the waves are very clearly like the ocean Mm -hmm. because I grew up near big huge bodies of water and so waves to me do not mean unity they mean power and maybe violence and also like beauty but like the terrible kind or destruction like waves are (laughs) i have this thing i like to say because i'm afraid of the ocean not afraid i don't want to be in it you know what i mean but the ocean doesn't care about you It, it does it just wants to be an ocean 
and you are a tiny being next to it. And so to me, waves mean something very different. This is why I'm going to die a very unexpected death, because I have definitely been places where it says don't turn your back on the ocean because it's going to come up and, mm-hmm. and get you and stuff like that. But when we were down in Oregon, I didn't turn my back on Thank it, y'all. You. But I went out every morning in the very, very cold ocean waves and jumped waves as if I were in California. I'm sure that probably the way I'm going to die is I will be on a hike and some wild animal will come and be in my presence. And instead of doing all the things you're taught to do to scare them away, I'll go, oh, I have food in my backpack. Do you want some? I am sure that's how I'm going to die. Just so when that happens. That you always have to take Tammy with you on hikes because she will not let you. Oh, do no, that. she doesn't do that. There was once a coyote that passed across our path when yeah. we were hiking. And I was like, oh, she started yelling. No, no, go, no. go. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a coyote. Coyotes don't hurt people. Coyote. Coyotes are little monsters. No, they're... I love... Ki- I I don't know what to say. I, <laughs> I love them. I got to listen to them tear apart my pet bunnies as a child, <gasps> so I have problems with coyotes. No! Yeah. Oh, that's a circle of life thing. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they were in a cage. Yeah, and I know they get into chickens and stuff, yeah. too. No, that would piss me off, too. Also, growing up with chickens and having to worry about the coyotes always was oh, a problem. Oh, always. And know? raccoons. Raccoons... I've been told bother cats, but I have never That's seen good, that. That's good. You have five cats and some pet raccoons. Yeah, and some pet raccoons. <laughs> but I, I know that they do get into chickens. Yeah, and stuff like that. They like to, to terrorize them. Which has nothing to do with tea. No. I uh, apologize for that tangent. I'm sure that's my. So waves, waves. Uh, but if you saw a coyote in your reading, it'd probably be good for you. For me. Yeah. Or it would be the but grim. If, but if I saw a coyote in my reading, I'd be like, mm, better batten down the hatchet. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing, too, about the personal personal magic, y'all. Mm. I have a rant about that that I want to share when we're all done with tea. Okay. Not a rant. A reminder to people. Sure. What are some of the symbols you found? I found the snake. I found aircraft, such as airplanes or balloons, means unsuccessful projects. Oh, no. Anchor, good luck in business and stable love life. If this symbol is cloudy in appearance, it should be interpreted as the opposite. Ooh, reversals. I don't think Corey would do that, right? Maybe. Reversals in tea. Angel, good news, especially in love-related items. Apples, long life, success in school or business. And this is just one of them. And this is from the Spruce Eats. There are some moon, happiness and success. A crescent moon means prosperity, which is different than what you found. You can go out and look. You'll get a lot of different things. So I think go with your gut. Go with your gut, yeah. And I'd love to hear if anybody out there reads tea leaves. Come on the show. Come on the show and talk to us about it. Come talk to us. Yeah, we'd love to do a follow-up. Turkish coffee. Can we talk about Turkish coffee? First of all, it's heckin' delicious. I should not love it, and I love it it is rocket fuel for sure oh my goodness so much caffeine and tiny little cup Corey and i both found this site it's the harvard site Mm -hmm. where he talks about it and he talks about the fact that his cup and he's the one that did past to the south Mm -hmm. and future to the north it's only good for 40 days which if you all know the bible you know that's an important number in the bible I don't know if it's important in other religions or not. Do you mean the the prediction is only good for 40 days? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And in 40 days, if you want another prediction, you have to come back. And she asked him, is that so you can get your clients to come back? And he was like, well, 
know it so you can see your friends again and have deep conversations. This video is so cool because it's talking about culture and the social of it, why it's important to their culture. And it's with coffee and turkey, Turkish coffee. And the fact he he said, so Americans are so different if they come in and they want to drink it really fast and go because they want that jolt that that's not what you do with Turkish cut Turkish coffee is meant to sit down and share with a friend and talk about things that are going on in your life and you know even if you don't believe in the divination of it and he talked about mountains and volcanoes and you could see them so clearly in the coffee drippings mm-hmm. on the video that even if you don't believe it, it gives your friend an opportunity to talk about what's going on in their life that might be bothering them. And it's a way in. He was talking about he and other men specifically for that. And I think men have so little opportunity in so many cultures to actually talk about their feelings. I fell in love with that. Yeah, it was a really cool video. Please check it out. That's the projects.iq.harvard.edu. Mm-hmm. Is very good, yeah. very good stuff. Uh, for that same socializing reason, is also part of the reason it got so popular during the Victorian times in Europe, in England particularly, and the East Coast of the United States. I read some places that in some countries it was only an upper class thing, or it was mm-hmm. only thought to be an upper class thing because even... only they could afford the tea. Yeah. The other thing I read about Europe over in Europe is that it's the way witches hid that they were divining Mm. because everybody had tea. Everybody has tea. Yeah. So they could get together with their women friends and go ahead and divine and not get caught or called out as a witch. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I I read it somewhere. (laughs) It's probably true, at least partly. And we all know the Victorians were like, "Mm, yes, the occult. They so were. They were eating mummies and they were memento morying and taking pictures with their dead relatives. And oh, yeah. Doing oh, tea leaves yeah. and seances and stuff. But a tea leaf reading was something that could be done under the guise of just having tea with the gals. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it was almost, until it became really popular, it was almost like a clandestine thing. Whereas it sounds like with Turkish coffee, it is a celebrated thing. Yes, it absolutely. is a a normalized, celebrated, encouraged type of interaction, which I love. I love that, especially to get people talking to each other. Yeah. The only story I have about reading tea leaves and coffee leaves this is why in our coffee leaves coffee, coffee grounds. leaves coffee grounds and this is why i knew about coffee grounds it's not even my story it's tammy's story and she's told it to me she was at a friend's house the woman was romani and they had met her on several occasions they went over there a lot and one morning she turned over her husband's coffee grounds and she knew the date mm-hmm. he was going to die yeah And so she wrote it down. Oh, my stars. And I think it was about a year later. Tammy still knew them. And the morning that it happened, she took her, and she never told her husband. because How could you? Yeah. How do you do that? She took his coffee grounds and and read them for herself after he had gone and knew the time he was going to die that day. Happened. Ugh. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. 
that I read a lot of. It's just another medium to interpret what you are already getting from spirit or the universe or your inner self or wherever you believe divination comes from. Mm -hmm. That you have to be tuned in even with that form of divination. So I wonder sometimes... And I'm playing around with other forms of divination that I'm absolutely not comfortable with. I'm going to play around with tea leaves because I can't see the patterns as well. And I was like, really, Dada? You can't? But I I really struggled when I was looking at all the pictures and they said, this is there and this is there. I went, really? I look at clouds. I can make things out. Whatever. And also on our crystal balls and mirrors, we've talked about that before. I have a challenge with that. So I got a small glass ball that I can practice with because I want to challenge myself and grow that way. I think it's a good reminder that you have it in you no matter what medium you're using. You just have to work on it and develop it. Yeah. it's If you want to. It's a tool. Yeah. It's like an antenna. Yeah. For information. Yeah. Just like tarot is an antenna and palmistry is an mm-hmm. antenna. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any more information about wine. I didn't either. I didn't go down that rabbit hole. I went down the Highland Seer rabbit hole. Yeah. And so many other rabbit holes that were really fun. It's a really fascinating topic. Yeah. And I can't say this enough. If you read tea leaves, please contact us. We really want you to come on. Yeah. Talk to us. Here's the thing I wanted to talk about before we send up our sparks that Mm -hmm. I want to remind people of. We've talked a lot about gatekeeping or not gatekeeping. And we don't gatekeep. And... We are sharing our information with you. Please know we're not telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. Of course, we want you to be safe. And of course, we want you to be ethical. Yes. Those are the only things that I feel comfortable saying. You need to kind of, or at least I hope you do, you know, this kind of thing. But as far as magic goes, I, I think because it's become so popular that people forget it's really personal and they start to listen to people on the internet that say you can't do it that way don't do it that way well if your personal magic told you to do it that way and it works for you and doesn't hurt you and it doesn't hurt anyone else well i i'll talk about that too if that's okay yeah as long as you are unintentionally not unintentionally hurting someone else And I know a lot of people believe in hexes and bindings and stuff like that. And I I do believe in them. I think you have to be very careful. I think it's interesting. One of our sign-offs is do no harm. And people misinterpret that a lot. It doesn't mean you have to back down and take yeah, abuse. Never. <laughs> yeah. If you are fighting back and defending yourself and that harms the person, well, you know what? You're defending yourself. You get to if do that. If you tickle me, you're going to get an elbow to the face. Exactly. Sorry about it. And you that's... were in the splash zone. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if you like go after somebody's husband, sorry, I can't support that. Yeah. But again, I can't tell you not to do it. Yeah. We just ask that you be aware and mindful and ethical yeah trust yourself yep trust your sovereignty i love sovereignty i've worked forever i'm gonna give my shaw woman a fake name so that i can stop saying shaw woman sure so i'm gonna call her dax okay dax would say all the time 
that we have personal sovereignty and that gives us responsibility, but responsibility also gives us power Mm. and empowers us and gives us dominion over our body, our feelings, our everything. It doesn't mean that you have to blame yourself. Mm. And I just think that's really important, which is why the word sovereignty I am a sovereign being. That statement is so important to me and has been. And I, I've said it on the show before, but I, I I, realize we haven't really talked about that for a while because we've been talking a lot about sympathetic magic, mm-hmm. you know, like reading tea leaves and mirrors yeah. and spells and all that. All of that is called sympathetic magic. It's important to remember if you are incorporating higher magic to just uh, please trust yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. There was my little tangent. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say. So, and that's all I have to say about tea as well. We love a tangent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, you want to throw up some sparks? I would love to. Let's do it. Okay. You want to go first, or do you want me to? I would love to go first. I have two sparks today. Unusual Yay. for me. I know. I usually only have one. The first one is relevant to today's topic. I found this TikTok called New Orleans Tea Lady. And I found it when it was still pretty fresh, like a brand new account. It's a woman who is opening a tea shop or has opened now a tea shop in New Orleans. And it's a black owned business and her TikToks are fire and she's so cool. And she has a website called Queenly Conjure. Please follow her on Instagram and follow her on TikTok and maybe order from her shop. I want to go and look, but I don't really We are want following to. her on Instagram, oh, gosh, so feel it. free to check it out. But please go check out her shop and please uh, follow her TikTok. Give her a little traffic and a little love because I started following her because her stuff was just like cozy to watch. Her videos are like you've been transported into like an amazing sort of fairy tale situation and I want to go to her shop so badly. I wondered why she was coming up in our feed. This is a great account. I'm I had to of course go to it. Oh my yes. gosh. She so this is why I asked because of course she sells more than tea. This is dangerous for me. I gotta walk away. I'm walking away. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> but check out Queenly Conjure. I'll make sure to tag her uh in the Instagram post. And I will make sure and put it in the show notes. That I have always done is our sparks in the show notes. So. Excellent. Yeah. So please check out New Orleans Tea Lady or Queenly Conjure as she is on Instagram and on her shop. And the second one is a completely selfish spark. My very, very, very good friend, like one of my best friends in the whole world. Her name is Nikki. And she started an account on Instagram about a year and some change ago that I had the pleasure of naming, which was really sweet of her to ask me to help with that. It's called Pinky Promise Polish. So I didn't know what that was going to become. She likes to paint her own nails, but isn't like a manicurist or or a nail artist for other people. She doesn't have like that cert, right? She's not, that's not her job, but she does the most incredible art on her own nails. And recently she has begun a business called Pinky Promise Polish where she creates acrylic gel sets and will mail them to you so you can just put them on yourself. They're basically like hyper awesome, super custom, fancy press-ons. I am so proud of her. Like, I am so proud of her. 
These are gorgeous. I'm so freaking proud. Bless her heart. She made me a set, which I paid her for, even though she tried not to let me. And so it was very much one of those pick a price or I will pick one and you will not be happy. I get this amazing set that's coming to me. They're like this sort of nude cream matte color with like black tips that look like they're like inky and they like fade into their... It's so pretty. Anyway, please go check out her business. She doesn't have like a website, but she's operating out of her Instagram and you just DM her and she will talk to you about creating a custom set for yourself. I want the black ones with stars and little jewels and i want the queen of hearts one (laughs) and i want wow these are really cool yeah and her packaging is so cute looks like a little race car like black and white checks and she's so it's i'm just i'm so proud of her i'm so proud of her like i love her so much she moved away and that was sad but i get to stay in touch with her on instagram and on tiktok and stuff and she is i'm just so freaking proud i love it when my friends do rad stuff yeah They're beautiful. Oh, my goodness. And I want the pink Halloween ones. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I don't think I've ever seen pink goth stuff. Really? I I have not. Oh. And you would think I had, but I I want those too. Okay. Okay. I'll stop now, everyone. But go to the Instagram. Go to the Instagram. I'll tag it. I would like to spark Island Time. T-H-Y-M-E. Island Time underscore time on Instagram and they have their own website a long long time ago <laughs> in a galaxy far yeah away. that too my wife introduced me to Orcas Island it was where we had our honeymoon and we went for family vacations and used to you could go to this great place called Dobe and it was so hippie and it was so inexpensive and you could rent cabins without bathrooms and stuff. Now you can still do all of that and it costs an arm and a leg because it's shishi on Orcas Island <laughs> and Oprah has moved there. So Oprah and, lives on Orcas Island? Yeah. Well, she has a house there. And ah. by the way, she's doing amazing, wonderful things there too for the businesses because if you live on an island or you know anything about the tourist business, you know that when tourist season is over, it's really hard to make a living. And that is true of Orcas Island as well in East Sound. So years and years ago, we went into this great place on Orcas Island called the Olga Art Store. And local artisans are there. And I found all of these soaps. And then the next year, I found these soaps and these tinctures. And then I found medicinal things, extracts, essential oil extracts for headaches, which work brilliantly, and for muscle aches. And this balm that you can put on your lips that is just so, it's my favorite, the Herbal Super Solve. I love them so much. They are not witchy. They have been there since 1996, and you used to only be able to get them when you went to Orcas Island. So every year I went, I would stock up on a couple of soaps and a couple of tinctures once they started adding those. But now you can get them online. I love their products so much. They are not proclaimed in their area witchy, but they are magical. Okay. They are so magical. It's absolutely wonderful. I love them. So they are my spark today. Island Time Botanicals. Island Time. Like the, like the herb. Yes. Like the herb. Mm-hmm. The herb. The herb. Hey, this was fun. 
Thank you. I love talking about tea. Thanks for doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I would be remiss to not say if you want to read tea leaves and you don't yet, you might want to order some tea from Friday Afternoon Tea Shop or The Cat and the Kettle who have been Sparks and I share their stuff all the time. Or from New Orleans Tea Lady. Or from New Orleans Tea Lady. Oh, yeah. Not to undercut that at all. For one thing, it's absolutely I'm just saying, now you have even more places that we're going to be talking about. Exactly. Oh, that means I have to order from there. Oh, darn. I'll have to order from there. Tell you what, I'll order from there and I'll share with you. Okay. Well, until next time. Be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington. 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah. And if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.